This one's for you, the girl who so badly wants to feel confident and empowered to walk in her purpose. That girl that needs to remove the internal clutter, causing the limiting beliefs, fears, self-doubts. That girl who wants to meet her most confident self. She wants to live a soul-driven, purposeful life. This one's for you. Let's rise, babe. Secrets of a secure, confident woman. What it takes to stand boldly, to stand in your truth. What mindsets, what habits, what things does a secure woman embody? I'm really excited about this topic. I've talked about it before on my social media, and I'm surprised, honestly, that I haven't put it into a podcast yet. So here it is. Number one, a secure, confident woman doesn't create false narratives. A false narrative is basically a story that you tell yourself that has zero rationale, zero tactical evidence to back up that story that you're telling yourself. It's basically like you trying to create this drama and this anxiety for yourself. For example, say you're in a relationship and this person has never given you any reason to not trust them. And yet you make up this story about how they must be off doing X, Y, and Z, and they must be cheating on you, and basically you spiral. Or you can create false narratives about yourself, telling yourself a story about who you are that isn't true, or maybe how other people perceive you that is false. Basically, where this stems from is your fears, past trauma, past experiences, limiting beliefs, and a mindset that needs to be shifted, altered, a paradigm shift. So a way that you can tactically move through this is one, identifying it. I had to identify that, oh, I'm, I'm creating this drama for myself, this false narrative for myself to keep my mind interested, to keep things interesting in my life. I had to call it out, call it by name. And basically, it's like admitting you have a problem, right? The first step to overcoming a problem is admitting it or identifying it or even realizing it. You might not even realize that you create these false narratives for yourself, but Ask yourself, what false narratives have I been creating for myself lately? What have I been telling myself lately? And is it true or untrue? What's untrue about it? Where is this stemming from? So the first step to really embodying this secret, to embodying a secure woman with a rational mentality is identifying you have the tendency to create false narratives and then stopping yourself every time that you do it. When you stop yourself every time that you create this false narrative, you will start to rewire your brain so that you eventually will quit creating these false narratives for yourself. And it's all about working through those fears and those limiting beliefs that are causing it. Secret number two. This is one of my favorites and these are hard to accomplish, but hearing them and being aware of them will help you realize that you can move towards embodying these. So a secure woman knows her worth and she doesn't let other people or their actions 
devalue her. So she's separating herself from what others do, what others say, or how they act towards her, and she doesn't take rejection or judgment personally. So, for example, if she's experienced a failed relationship or her partner isn't showing up how she expects for that person to show up, she doesn't see it as a reflection of her worth. Rather, she sees it as personal to that individual's problems, experiences, seasons in their life, trauma, mental, emotional state. Most of the time, the way people act has nothing to do with you. If you have been cheated on or treated poorly, it's more often a reflection of that person than it is a reflection of you or your worth or your value or what you mean to this world. And a secure person has realized that and they embody that and they identify that and they don't take things personally. Another example is if someone speaks poorly or judges her, she realizes that that individual may actually have insecurities or issues of their own, again, that has nothing to do with her. So this has been something that I have worked really hard to develop basically this energy shield that when someone says something negatively about me or someone judges me or someone comes at me with some sort of criticism, I now can see that as, oh, that person might have some triggers around what I said. That person might have some experiences in their past or some insecurities or some soft spots around that that's personal to them that actually has nothing to do with me. So a secure woman, the way that she views herself and the way that she views what she has to offer the world and her beauty and her value, it doesn't waver based on other people. The important balance of this secret is not to blame other people and not to just constantly think, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm perfect. It's just everybody else. But it's a balance between reflecting on how she can improve personally. And she basically is self-aware enough to understand what she could be adding to problems, what she could be doing better or differently or improving upon. So every time I identify within other people why they felt a certain way, I'm also identifying how could I have spoken differently? How could I have approached this better for it to have come across more appropriately? So private journal tasks within this secret. Who have you depended on to determine your worth? A lot of times as women, we depend on relationships and we'll say, I'm just a relationship person, but we cannot depend on another person to provide to us any level of worth or completion. And I think that's the downfall of our culture and society today. We're looking for that other half. We're looking for that other person that's going to complete us. But a secure woman doesn't depend on somebody else for that completion. So who are you depending on 
for that? And are you blaming that on like your love language? When your love language is words of affirmation, are you saying that because you constantly have to hear your significant other validate you? Or is your love language actually words of affirmation? Are you secure enough in yourself to know those things without somebody else having to tell you? Question number two on this one, how does depending on this person alter your confidence and security? Number three, what do you feel insecure about and who's involved in that? The first steps towards embodying this secret, towards separating yourself from the acts of others, towards knowing your worth regardless of other people, is writing down, understanding, and knowing deep in your soul the qualities, the skills, the quirks about yourself, loving them, and understanding how different you are from any other human. Building your confidence really does start with getting to know yourself better. Number three, she knows how to heal and forgive. So if you're somebody, and we've all been here, so there's no shaming or guilt here at all. It's just a matter of becoming self-aware. But if you're someone who's constantly feeling resentment, anxiety, maybe you have body aches and pains, or like physical ailments, you're hostile towards someone specifically, you're pessimistic about a situation, you're impatient, you have fear around a certain topic such as cheating or abandonment or maybe you are harboring this past trauma. These can be stored emotions that are detrimental to your physical, mental, emotional well-being and can literally cause disease. So a secure woman she knows this and she knows how to forgive, how to release that resentment and anger. And she knows that it's not for the benefit of other people. It's for her own health, for her own well-being that she's forgiving, that she is giving herself the gift of healing and allowing herself to release and level up to that next best thing in her life. It's the emotional self-awareness that a confident, secure woman really embodies and understands. She understands her own emotions. She recognizes how they impact her behavior, her mood, her mindset. And a secure woman really works to develop her emotional awareness and control how things influence her. You get to choose. You really honestly get to choose and it's just a matter of working through these things. So the first step towards embodying this secret is diving into yourself and identifying what's actually been causing the pain. Just like the last secrets, it's about getting to know yourself. You might do this through journaling, through breath work, a lot of thinking and reflecting, therapy, you could hire a coach like myself. Meditation has been huge for me. It's important to just figure out what works best for you. Number four is a big one, and it's a big issue in our culture. 
She doesn't get her sense of security from worldly possessions or outward appearance. It's our go-to, right? When we think about boosting our confidence, the first thing we go to is what can I change about myself physically? What can I do to improve myself physically? You hit the gym, you buy new clothes, you change your hair, you do your makeup differently. And although that is helpful sometimes, we have to establish the foundation first. It's like you're putting the roof on a building before you're laying the foundation. Listen to this scripture, 1 Peter 3, 3 through 4. Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle, quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. So a secure, confident woman doesn't identify with her looks. She doesn't rely solely on her looks to leverage anything to get what she wants. She doesn't place her identity in her physical being, her flesh, or she doesn't seek material goods to make her feel better about herself. Trust me, I understand that having the designer bags and the nice jewelry and the nice clothes, it can make you feel differently. I get it. It can make you feel more confident walking into a room when you have a nice outfit that makes you feel good, right? I'm all about that. We had a podcast with Erin Gorman, who's a personal stylist. You can go back and listen to that. And she talks about how she helps people boost their confidence through their personal style. So I do see the importance of that, but a secure, confident woman isn't dependent upon that to establish her sense of worth and security and confidence in this world. She places her identity in something within herself and this higher version of herself. It's like an internal soul security as well as an external God security, which is going to be one of the next points, but it's not all just dependent upon what people can physically see. So your private journal session for this secret is what do you place your identity and your worth in? What are you telling yourself that you need in order to be more confident? What makes you feel a sense of security? And this brings me to the next point of she doesn't find confidence in worldly things, but she finds confidence in something actually outside herself, a higher version. And for me, that is God. That's Jesus. I have so much confidence in our Lord and Savior that it's almost like I don't need to have it all. I don't need to have the rock solid, this is all me, me against the world. It's not, it's like, it's having faith in something outside yourself, getting your strength and your power from God rather than thinking that you have to have it all. So I encourage you to really explore your spiritual beliefs. If you've been feeling down and out and lonely and just insecure and like you kind of have your feet in cement boots and maybe you feel a little bit depressed, I encourage you, like, what are your beliefs? What are you spiritually connected to? And can you reignite that fire to bring about more life and confidence and light to your life? Whatever you believe in, whether it's the universe, God, 
astrology and signs, karma, source, the, the vortex, whatever it is, in order to really have a solid foundation and belief in something, you have to constantly be studying and applying those beliefs. So this is why sitting down with your Bible and diving into the Word and um, making those devotionals applicable to your life, that's why it's so important because there's always so much to learn and there's always so much to apply and it furthers your faith and your relationship with those beliefs. So to improve your sense of security in yourself, identify what you have been putting your worth in. So what materials, what relationships, what riches, what possessions are you holding on to as a sense of security over God, over this higher power? What have you placed your faith in that doesn't deserve your faith? Secret number six of a secure woman, she has balance. Yes, overall life balance, but more specifically, I want to talk about balance in relationships. We've all been there and we all have a friend that is currently there where she's in a relationship and that person, they're glued to the hip. They do not leave each other. They do not hang out with you anymore. It's almost like they've just gone ghost. They've gone off the grid because they're with that person all the time. But a secure woman has a life outside of her romantic relationship. She isn't glued to the hip to any one person, but spends a balanced amount of time with her friends, family, and significant other. And most importantly, she spends time with herself. I recently posted a TikTok video that got a lot of traction that talked about whether or not your significant other is a distraction. And somebody asked a really, really great question, how do I know if they're a distraction? To which I responded, distractions aren't necessarily a means to an end. So if you're in a relationship and you're like, whoa, maybe this person is a distraction, then all that it needs all that needs to happen is more alignment within your own life more attention to yourself are you still accomplishing what needs to be done in your life are you still pursuing your goals are you still on fire for your life outside of that other person i truly believe that your significant other is meant to come into your life and support a mutually exclusive purpose over each other's lives and support for each other to accomplish something greater than themselves. And so your partner could be a distraction if you're solely paying attention to that person and you're solely depending on um, that person for your life and your time and your entertainment and all of the pillars of your life. So look at your pillars and think, am I spending enough time with me? Do I have enough balance in my life? Am I still accomplishing the things that I want to accomplish? Or did those things go out the window? Am I leaving my friends in the dust? Have I talked to my family? Do I have enough time for myself? A secure woman really enjoys spending quality time alone, and she isn't fearful or jealous when her partner has plans without her. She might encourage it. She might even drop them off at the bar. But guess what? We've all been there, and I personally have stories of having been there. I was the insecure girlfriend 
I've been that girlfriend before where I have felt insulted when he made plans without me. Wait, you don't want, why don't you want me to go? Like I would invite you with my friends or I was that girlfriend that every single evening and every weekend, it's like expected that we're together. And I've been that girl where I need to hear from him every hour or I get worried. I've been in that relationship where I stop hanging out with all my friends and I make that one person my entire world. But it is so important to your well-being and the well-being of your relationship that you do things without each other, that you have days of separation. And a secure woman understands the importance of this and makes weekly plans to pursue her passions, if not daily. You should have daily habits that you instill to move you one step closer to your goals each and every day. So this can be things like hobbies, groups, events, happy hour with friends, just being intentional about creating a world outside of your relationship. Secret number seven is she knows who she is. And this is where she stands boldly. She knows her truth. She knows her worth. She knows her purpose. There's a really great quote that sums up this secret by Atticus. And it goes, she loved herself, but she didn't wear it on the outside. This love came from the inside as a deep, calm confidence in who she was on this earth, a quiet respect for the person she saw in the mirror. This is not an overnight process. This has been years and years of work of unwiring, rewiring, removing limiting beliefs, creating a new identity for myself, establishing, you know, what my truth is, what my firm foundation is, what my beliefs are, how I can embody my values and my skills and abilities in an authentic, genuine way and basically act as my truest self and get one step closer to that higher version of me. Like this podcast is called Her Rising Self for a Reason because we always have the ability to rise higher. We always have the ability to be and do better. And I'm all about introducing women to their highest and best and helping them take a step forward each and every day to becoming that woman, to getting closer and closer to that woman that I know each and every one of us already have within us. I don't believe that we are necessarily becoming anything outside of ourselves, I believe that we already have it within us. And it's more of an uncovering than it is a becoming. We're uncovering all of the trauma, all of the garbage, all of the limiting beliefs, all of the things that have shaped us we basically have to dust out the cobwebs, remove the garbage, and get back to the root of who we are. And it's about meeting that highest and best version of yourself and getting to know you. And a secure, confident woman, she knows who she is. She doesn't need to have anybody tell her who she is. She doesn't need any outside validation. She doesn't need any fancy clothes. She can stand naked and know who she is, what her worth is, who her creator is, what her beliefs are, and where she's walking.
Thank you guys so much for tuning in, sharing this, writing reviews. It's really what helps the podcast thrive. My purpose and mission is to introduce women to their higher self, to empower them, to help them walk confidently in their purpose. And I'm doing that through this podcast, through network marketing, through teaching women how to grow a brand online. I'm doing it through my one-on-one confidence coaching, through workshops and workbooks, and it's really your participation in it that is truly helping it thrive. So I thank you so, so much. Through December, January, and February, I am opening up my services. I am looking for women who are ready to rise, women who are ready to start growing something for themselves. They're ready to infuse their passion and their purpose into the work that they do and step up, level up, reach outside of their comfort zone and make a difference. I am looking for you. I want to work with you. I want to help you through it. And I want to provide you with the tools that you need to make it freaking happen. So reach out. There are 20 spots for the entire three months and I'm calling you. I'm calling you out. It's time to rise girlfriend. 2021 is your year.